1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Antibia.
2: I'm Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report, hot off the heels of the best weekend of NFL football we've ever seen. We welcome NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport to the show. Tough act to follow, Ian, but uh, you got a lot on your plate uh, as well here as you've been following yeah. the potential futures of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton, as well as the coaching and GM uh, hiring stuff all picking up. Let's start with Tom Brady. Uh, who has now exited from the postseason with the Bucs at the hands of the L.A. Rams. And this has felt different for Tom this year and the way that he has addressed his future, right?
3: Yeah, for me it has. And, you know, these things don't usually come with big banners, right? So if Tom Brady's kind of thinking about retiring, first of all, he's not telling a lot of people. Yeah, Maybe telling a couple people in his family, maybe someone else close to him, but not very many. So trying to get information on it is difficult. Yeah, And then it's not like, you know, he broadcasted in week 16, like, hey, guys, FYI, ask me about if I'm coming back because <laughs> my answer might be a little different. So it's all coming kind of code, you know, like yeah. I, I was watching the interview that Brady did with William McGinnis on the network uh, last game day morning. So I think it was either last Saturday or Sunday. And Willie kind of goes, oh, you know, you've said you want to play to 45. Does that go to 50 now? Right. And Brady's comment is, I'm still trying to play to 45. You wanted to play till you were 45. You're 44 now. But
4: you're yep. leading the league in yards. You're leading the league in touchdowns. Is that number pushed to, like, 50 now? Like, are you say, I feel great. Maybe I'll go to 50. You know, I think when I thought about that, that
5: was probably 10 years ago, you know? And now I'm kind of here, so...
0: I felt like man that was a that was a great goal to set and you know I still have that goal of wanting to get to forty-five. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think I'm just pretty much in uncharted territory.
3: And I was listening last week and I was like, huh, that's weird. Like that's yeah. usually not what he says. Usually he goes, Oh, I could play forever. And I'm like, so I made a little note of that, spoke to some people close to him this week, and as one person who'd known him forever says, it's gonna step away and take some time and figure it out. Uh and I talked to someone else close to him and this person said, Ah, it's ridiculous. Brady hasn't even thought about that.
4: Hey Tom, how are you process going forward? And I know a lot of people wondering how you were contemplating whether you'll come back
5: or not. I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so you know, we'll just take it day by day and see kinda of see where we're at. Did you at
6: least take a moment as you came off the field or, or at any time today to, to think about that? To think that this this might be last time
5: I'm out here? No, I was thinking about winning. That's kind of my mentality always to go out there and try to win. Give my team the best chance to win.
3: It kind of comes in little snippets, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to get the sense he's really considering it.
2: So, I feel like there are some parts of his situation and the Aaron Rodgers situation that are that are that have some kind of similarities. One... Um, I, I'm curious if for Brady, the structure of the team and who's actually there next year, which is a big question mark this year, does that have any impact for him? Whereas it sounds like it does for Rodgers, and we'll get to Rodgers later.
3: Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with Brady. I think it, or, you Still know, I Brady, think it's yeah. really just, does he want to play or not? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like, this is all well, about him. they don't resign Chris Godwin. Yeah. Like I think it's just about him. Does he want to play? And like, There's a couple of things we've learned about Brady. One is he's not going to drop off. Like, I don't know what we were all waiting for, but, like, he's not just going to suddenly be completing 50% of his passes. He's still going to be Tom Brady till the end of time. Right. And it's like, you know, people were all hitting me up this week after I reported this, like, why would he retire? And I'm like, why would he not retire? Yeah. What else does he have to do? He's 44. He's got a family that he loves. He's got other things like a clothing line and... Production company, like, he's played forever. Like, I don't know. Like, he's won seven Super Bowls. Like, at some point, doesn't he go, like, all right, that was awesome. Like, let's try something else. And I think that might be where he is.
2: Yeah, like when you've done an entire documentary series with each episode being about uh, each of the 10 episodes being about each of your 10 Super Bowl seasons. It's a, you don't really have a whole lot left uh, to accomplish out there. Does this feel like something that, based on some of the conversations you've had, that we will learn relatively quickly? Um, or do you feel like this could draw out for a little while?
3: I think it'll probably draw out for a little bit. I mean, he's, what he usually does is go out to Montana yeah. and just kind of hang out and, I guess, I guess ski, I don't know, whatever people do in like a horseback riding, play like they're in Yellowstone, I don't know, yeah. whatever people do in Montana, uh, he's going to do all that. And, uh, you know, it, the only way you can make these decisions is by stepping back and just letting it all kind of, like, wash through you, you
4: right. know? Um, right.
3: Same thing with Sean Payton, going to Mexico and just being, I'm going to turn on my phone for two weeks and see what I want to do.
6: Yeah.
3: Um, and that's so I think Brady will get through that. And then let us know in some way, like, you know, when he was leaving the Patriots, he let us know in a Instagram post or Facebook post or something. Like, I would imagine it's either that or some sort of, like, production, well-produced something. Right. Um, He's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve. I'm sure he'll let us know.
2: Did we ever figure out whether he was walking into Gillette Stadium or walking out of Gillette Stadium in that post? Did, did, Did we ever, like, get the clarity on that? You remember that one?
3: I remember me and Garofalo were trying to track down was that real and we were able to get the <laughs> big scoop that that was a commercial and we were like wow oh, oh
4: dancing, big scoop
3: big. now to be fair like i've cert i've scoured for stupider news in my life um <laughs> yes like it's definitely not the stupidest yes we've had but it's It was pretty stupid.
2: Yeah. You start tracking, like, uh, camera crew assignments, like who's going to Tampa to work on something for Tom Brady. Find out whether there's a retirement video in the works. Yeah. You start tracking airplanes. And uh, that's good. That'd be good. A good way to do it. Uh, All right. Let's move then to Aaron Rodgers here, um, who basically didn't say much um, after... The game uh, that they lost to the 49ers and sent them home, again, very frustratingly and disappointingly uh, from the postseason after a phenomenal regular season. And he did say he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild.
6: A lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So uh, A lot of decisions you know, in the next couple months.
2: And said there's a lot of guys with uncertain futures, which he also said last year.
6: You know, there's obviously a lot of decisions to be made. There's a lot of players that uh, whose futures are up in the air.
2: Where are we at right now in this whole saga with Rodgers and the Packers and a potential for a return?
3: I think we're, we're where we always thought we would be, which yeah. is, you know, his season end now. Unfortunately, it's not in the Super Bowl, and I know that sucks, but it ended faster than he thought, and I think we all thought.
6: I don't think we'd be talking about this after this game it's fresh right now it's it's a little shocking for sure definitely haven't you know was hoping to have you know a nice week after the NFC championship to enjoy the lead up and and then start contemplating some things so i haven't even haven't even uh, let the moment really sink in yet
3: it was kind of weird seeing them up there and all frustrated and
6: disappointed after another early
3: playoff loss and like you could You know, one thing about Rodgers is he really wears it. He does. You can see him just in pain and hurting, uh, which is not fun, uh, you know. But I would say, to me, we're kind of like, we're we're where we thought we would be. His season ended. It was disappointing. He's going to step back, and he's going to think about it. And, you know, Rodgers is 38 years old. He is going to consider retirement. And, you know, it's kind of like we were saying, like, you know, it never quite ends like you want but you know, it's like every relationship, it's like, well, you'd hate for it to end like that. And you know, it's like they always say, if it didn't end badly, it would not end. Like you just it always <laughs> right. things always end badly. Otherwise they would go on forever. Right. Um so he'll consider whether to come back. And then, you know, I was interested a little bit in him saying that he, it needs to make sure it's it's not a rebuild. So it's yeah. like you better keep Devonte. you better keep some of these guys together. Um And they could do it. They got some cap manipulations to do, but they could do it. Uh, Anyway, or does he go to them and say, hey, remember when you verbally agreed to talk to me about potential trades? Like, let's do that now. Those are his options. And I honestly don't know what he's going to do.
2: Yeah, so I mean, Devontae seems like a non starter to me. Like, if that doesn't happen, like, I don't know that there's, it doesn't feel like there's any way that he would want to come back to a Devontae Adams less Green Bay Packers team unless there was some.
3: No, I think he'll get, I think Devontae will get tagged.
2: He'll get tagged. So he'll be, he'll, he'll be yes. a Green Bay Packer next year, one way or another, whether it's on the tag or otherwise. How much of the relationship, like, is this still, like, the relationship with the front office, with Gudikins, with the personnel department? We know that he and LaFleur seem to get along pretty well. How much of the relationship yeah. really matters here with the organization?
3: Uh, you know, it feels like it's better. They've listened yeah. to him a couple of different ways, and it feels like they've kept him in the loop pretty good. So I think that was the question at the beginning. Right. But, like, once he spoke, you know, remember, they had a lot of – they had a lot of uh, – you know intense conversations this off season sure to figure this out, so I think they really got to the bottom like it was raw and it was kind of ugly, and they were real truthful to each other and I feel like they got in a really good place, so that's good um and that got better, but like is that gonna be enough to make him want to stay like I don't know I would say this like. They were great this year, and I know they lost, so that was bad, but yeah. they were so good that it would be hard for me to find him in a better place, maybe an as good, but I don't like Denver would be good. Maybe a warmer but place. But I don't know that it would be better.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did talk about the fact that this offense and the way that they play doesn't feel particularly suited for deep playoff runs in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, yet... Um, you know, here they are, uh, kind of, kind of still playing that way, and, and having these exits in the postseason and these frigid temps, and not getting the, the same kind of wide open offense that you see a lot of times during the regular season from them. But that's a story for another day. Um, so the yeah, contra- that offense
3: did look different, though. It
2: did, right? I mean, it's it they, they played did, a different did, way.
3: Everything was a throw to the running back or Devante. I mean, if you watch yeah. back, and I know there's, they're frustrated about this, you watch back that third and eleven. You can oh. see Lazard coming clear, wide open across the middle, and I'm like, and I'm no X's and O's guru, but I'm like, oh my God, you saw that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are a number of opportunities. I mean, like, look, he's the best thrower, of the pure thrower of the football in the league. Like, it feels like everything, you know, that he can overcome any sort of obstacle, but for whatever reason in these playoff games, you know, just had not had their best performances in these exits. And look, that happens to, you know, every, every team, except for one every season. But um, the, the, you mentioned it briefly, the verbal agreement was that, that was a part of like the reworked contract that they figured out once he arrived in green Bay and, and that would make it easier or more difficult or to facilitate an exit if need be.
3: It was and it wasn't. Like it's. There's nothing written from what I can tell. Yeah. So if they want to like give them the finger, I guess they could theoretically do it. But the way they've conducted themselves, both sides, like I don't think there would be a proverbial finger. I think there would be, like you respect us, we respect you. We told you we would do this. Well, let's do it. You know. And so basically, what it was was, um, we will consider trade options to a place that makes sense for both of us. So like. Probably wouldn't consider a trade to the Bears. Probably not. Um, Probably wouldn't want to trade him in the NFC. Yeah. But might you trade him to, like, the Broncos? Yeah. Maybe. I think that's probably more what it was.
2: Yeah, and that that, that certainly seemed to be the destination that made the most sense or had the most traction, right, and the most talk last offseason. So, look, that... Rodgers, Brady will headline the offseason and their decisions to either come back or to leave or to find a news destination will certainly be the biggest pieces of the offseason, but not the only. In fact, all this coaching news that we're starting to see heat up a little bit and perhaps one more seismic move that could alter the state of the NFL and the NFC South in particular, we dig into right after this. All right, back here on NFL Inside Report, NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport, uh, gracious enough to be our guest today once again. And look, Ian, you've been tracking down some some major, major stories here these last couple of weeks. We talked a little bit about Brady and Rogers uh, in the first segment here. Sean Payton and the uncertainty surrounding his future in New Orleans again popping up. His name's kind of been mentioned in and around the periphery of certain you know, potential head coaching moves the last couple of years. But this seems more uncertain than ever, Ian. And look, not that your reporting ever needed any validation, but the owner of the Saints and Gail Benson essentially affirmed your report today, saying that...
3: Yeah, yeah I appreciated that.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we don't know.
4: No, Sean, we don't know. No, who knows?
1: <laughs> we'll find out soon enough, I guess. I don't think any of us know. But he'll let us know soon enough.
2: And I mean, she was kind of laughing it off, but she said, yeah, like nobody knows, which is a like in and of itself is a pretty big statement, isn't it?
3: Yeah. You know, it's funny because like you do this enough and like I was confident in my information anyway, but God, you never know what people are going to say. Like, of course, they could she could have said like, that's ridiculous. I don't know what you're talking about while secretly knowing that there was some sort of intrigue and uncertainty, sure. like, you sort of never know. Uh, instead, she was basically like, uh, yeah. yeah we
2: <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine.
3: <laughs> Which is okay, because I don't know either. Right. Um, and I don't know that anybody knows. And that was what was so interesting about it. You know, with the Brady thing, I could feel like people were kind of like, yeah, he's going to take some time. With Sean Payton, it was really like, I don't know, he hasn't told us. Have you heard anything? <laughs> like, that was basically, I had, like, all the people close to him were kind of like, I've heard the rumors, too. What do you hear? Huh. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I really, I, and he's got some opportunities in media. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. But it just seems like he's, he's just such a ball coach,
2: man. It's like, you know, loves the X, still calls the plays, loves the X's and O's of it, loves the game planning part of it. Now, the fact that they went through four quarterbacks this year made it a really difficult and stressful season, I would imagine, for Sean. Um,
3: and it sounded like this season was very hard for him. Yeah. Very, very, very hard for him.
2: Do you feel like the lack of a long-term answer at quarterback is, is part of what might, might wear on him after you know, having Drew Brees for 15 years?
3: No. I think if he decides to come back, that invigorates him more than – what's the opposite of that? Depresses him? Right, sure. I guess, something like, like that, yeah. I, I feel like if he decides to come back, him trying to find the next quarterback would be something that he would look forward to. Hmm. The challenge, yeah. the excitement, the chase – like, all of that, I think that would be great. It's really just he was a head coach for, or is a head coach for a long time, 16 years, and he's great at it. Yeah. And it's just a long time. It's kind of like Brady. It's like the reason will be, like, if he decides to, because he needs a break. It's just a lot. Like, these jobs are all consuming, and you can't be a normal person, and I get it. Like, he might just need a break, and yeah. that's okay, and- you know?
2: there's no sense that at this point, this has anything to do with the long rumored relationship courtship that they may or may not have had with the Dallas Cowboys and Sean Payton.
3: Um, I would say, I don't believe that would be anything this year. If he did take a year off, took a mini little mini vacation. Remember he'd be under contract with the saints. So if They're, the Cowboys yeah. did replace him and then I'm sorry, if the saints did replace him and then, the Cowboys wanted to hire him the next year. There'd be compensation, so they could sort of work that out. But I don't think that would be an issue this year. I think it would be more of an issue next year if it became an issue at all. Right.
2: And But as of right now, there's reports of him you know, in the building in New Orleans today, right? Uh, like he's back from whatever little relaxation he time at he had. Least,
3: he is at least present. He is back from Mexico, yes. Yeah. There you go.
2: So – We'll continue to follow that storyline, certainly. But the coaching carousel has been fairly, you know, slow developing. Uh, At least that's what it feels like. Maybe it's the volume of the openings and the interviews. Um, But uh, we still have all of these head coaching openings, although it does sound like some uh, are heating up here a little bit. In Houston, I find it very interesting that for the second year, we're talking about an interview with Josh McCown, uh, who has never coached in the NFL, And has never had any other interview, to my understanding, in the NFL. Other for a
3: uh, he interviewed with the Jaguars. This he year. did this conversation. Year. Okay, he did.
2: okay. This so, but but again, there's been the, the strongest interest seems to be from the Houston Texans. Do you have any idea like where that where the genesis of that is?
3: Uh, I mean, I know he's he's someone who has always been respected in the league. He, yeah has no coaching credentials except for high school football. Right. He has unbelievable leadership credentials. Yes. Anyone who has ever known or worked with Josh McCown absolutely swears by him and loves him. And I know this has made everyone's head explode. Yeah. And I get it because, on one hand, you have an unqualified non-coach getting an opportunity, two opportunities to to have a head coach interview, while many, many very, very qualified minorities don't get that chance, which... Is infuriating and on its face ridiculous. Yeah. So I get it. On the other hand, uh, this might be an anomaly because yeah. anyone who has known him has known he was going to be a head coach at some point. Like he's just that guy. He's always been like that. He's always been like that. Right. And so, you know, would it be ridiculous for them to kind of take the NBA uh, model and just be like, this guy's a great leader. He has no coaching experience, but we think he'll figure going it out to the job, and we're just yeah. going to hire him. Like. Yeah. Probably could. Right. So he would need a lot of help. He'd need a lot of veteran assistance. But I don't think it's crazy. And, you know, NFL teams do plenty of crazy things. And to me, like, this is no crazier than any of the other crazy things they do.
2: Sure. Sure. Um, And and then just to hit on some of the uh, interviews and some of the teams that seem to be having some clarifications in their search, at least, or getting some clarity in their search. Broncos seem to be down to a second round of interviews for some guys. Same with uh, the Bears, with the Jaguars, and what the Giants bringing Brian Dable in this week after hiring Joe Shane as their general manager. Is that is that kind of the sense that you've gotten on teams that are getting a little bit closer?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, as I look at my humongous board here, yeah. You know, the Broncos are certainly getting closer. they got Nathaniel Hackett in the building right now. Obviously a strong candidate. You bring him in first, pretty strong candidate. Sure. Um, so I would say that's obviously something. The Bears are kind of whittling down. They're going to have some finalists. Um, I would say the Jaguars have not yet – Jaguars and Dolphins have not yet put in requests for second. They interviews. haven't done
2: seconds yet. Okay.
3: They've done – Jaguars have done eberflus The Dolphins have not done any. Houston hasn't done second interviews. The Vikings haven't done second interviews. Right. The Giants are doing day ball second interview today, but I would also say that's kind of a little bit like a first interview because all they the owners only got him on Zoom.
2: Right. Right. So
3: like it, it, I know it's a second interview and that means he is a strong candidate. But I also think they want to spend a lot of time with him, and so yes, they had to bring him in a second time.
2: And there's obviously a familiarity there with Joe and brian's time together in buffalo uh any sense that that model was particularly appealing um to giants ownership with you know let's say joe shane and seeing the development of josh allen knowing that you've got a quarterback that they spent a top 10 pick on in daniel jones that was that at least a part of it
3: yeah uh, and i mean i believe it would be not for his development of the quarterback itself yeah. but in leadership mostly yeah. um you know and the and the, the patriots People and Dayball has been a Patriots person for sure. a while. The ones who have not succeeded have not gotten out of the building. He did. He went to Alabama, which right. is I know Patriots sort of, but it's different. He <laughs> went to Buffalo and learning the culture and what they do in Buffalo seems to be a really positive thing. And I know they lost last week, but or yesterday, whenever that was, nine years ago, yesterday. Um, everybody really respects what Buffalo has done, just yeah. what they built. I, so I would agree. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I mean, that's a great thing. Um, a lot of reasons, but I think what they also have done is, you know, Josh Allen was given stability and a chance and comfort. And Daniel Jones like, has not had that they would like in that. any way, shape, or form. He has not had that, no. No, no, it's a great point.
2: And I know you are a busy man. We will thank you uh, and let you get back on your way to figuring out the rest of all of these details and vacancies. Go for it, buddy. See ya.
0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented
4: by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it
0: all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. I said, I Oh, gee, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? It ain't
4: <laughs> Check out point game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio radio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs
2: And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Reminder to download, rate, and review our show on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. We certainly appreciate it. Our producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.